This is Michelle Dawes-Burt of Real Chicks Rock, and this is RCR Presents Real Discussions, the podcast. Enjoy. Good afternoon and welcome. My name is Michelle Dawes-Burt, and I am always super excited to be here as we talk about Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussion, RCR Presents Real Discussions. And so today, like I said, we have the wonderful and phenomenal Kathleen Bertrand, and we're going to talk to her in just a second, but we want to talk to you about a little bit about what Real Chicks Rock is all about. And it's all about the empowerment of women, all women. And we do it through various different platforms. We do it through community service. We do it through our apparel line, our t-shirt line. We do it through public speaking and mentoring, and we do it through the arts, right? So today is one way or one vehicle that we give back through the arts because we have people like yourself to come here and share with us things that are going on, a little bit about your background, your start, and some upcoming events that are going on in your career so that we can hopefully have a broaden your audience and, and people that love you and been following you can hear you. Because all the time when we see you, Miss Kathleen, you're singing. And you're singing very beautifully. So welcome. Welcome to RCR Presents Real Discussions. It's a pleasure to have you. We thank you for being here. I see you here in Atlanta a lot. And we'll talk about that. You've done Montreal festivals. You've done the jazz festivals. But I want to take it a little bit to the beginning. When you first started uh, singing, when did you know you wanted to be a singer? Can you remember? When was that? I used to sing in church. Oh, okay. All um, right. Junior choir. All right. Liberty Baptist Church. Nice, nice. And um, when I was, before I sang in church, mm-hmm. I sang in the bathroom in my house. Really? <laughs> la, 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 la. No, serious no. Songs, Singing. You know. She said serious. serious yeah. Okay, songs, all right. from the radio. Nice. And I did it so much, in fact, that my brothers would, you know, tell my mama to say, Mom, tell her to get out of the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, you, know? you taking a bathroom but, time. Because it was solo space. Yeah. You know? And so that's when I knew that I enjoyed music. Right. And it just came naturally. Nice. I didn't know that everybody didn't do mm. just that very thing. Okay, you know? okay. Um, and then... Uh, at church, mm-hmm. I was in the choir, and I kept getting solo parts mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in high school, I joined the chorus mm. because I loved music. Yes, And I also had older brothers, and my brothers played a lot of jazz music. Nice. So that's what I was really, really drawn really? to was jazz music. Mm. And uh, while I was in high school, there was a national singing contest similar to Oh, Star Search mm-hmm. or those kinds nice. of things. Nice, okay. It was called um, the Super Team, mm. American Super, Super Team. And um, they had uh, contestants from all over the country. Mm-hmm. You sent your entries in through the local radio stations. Nice, okay. So in my case, I was asked to enter the contest by uh, one of Atlanta's top stations at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's because I had just won the talent contest at my high school. Mm, winning. And, <laughs> and uh, the, one of the judges was at this radio station. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, and she had a British, Maureen Roberts. Okay. God bless her, rest her soul, wherever she might be. But Maureen yes. had that kind of accent. Nice. And she uh, uh, said she wanted me to enter this contest. They brought me out to the radio station mm-hmm. to do my audition tape, mm-hmm. and they sent it in. Mm. 
And uh, so out of 10,000, they narrowed it down to 90. Mm, and out of the nice. 90, they narrowed it down to nine. Wow. And the nine got to fly to Hollywood, California yes. to tape a national television show. Nice. Uh, male vocal, female vocal mm-hmm. group. Mm-hmm. And I won uh, mm. for female vocal. Awesome. So that was my first time kind wow. of getting out there yeah. on, a, on a national stage. And, and, and you caught the bug or did it catch you? Well, I, I, I balanced the bug. Okay. And, and I want to say that because, I mean, I just love singing. That's never changed. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was a senior in high school. Really? And um, I knew that I needed to go to school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just, I knew I needed to go to school. All I was right. very smart. I had yeah. Uh, the the records and the scholarships right, and all of that right. to prove that, and I needed to take advantage of that. I didn't know that you know if I went off singing and four years down the road I'd be able to come back to right, that right. and have it paid for. Right. But I had a national merit scholarship. I had wow. full full rides from several colleges. Yes. And I couldn't afford to not do that. Okay. Because my mom used to say. Um, your education is something that someone can never take away right. from you. You can lose your voice or mm. all these other things yeah. in my head, but but you can never take away being able to think. Knowledge and intelligence is yours forever. That's it. Isn't that awesome? That's it. That's it. So That's which it. college did you did you go to? Spelman. That's right. Yes. Yeah, all right. Woo woo. Spelman girls. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Did you perform during the Spelman years? Not. A lot. No, I really uh, got into the uh, the academic side mm-hmm. of things, and that began my interest in journalism. Really, and that began my interest in uh, the the world of communications. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, I was an English major. Nice. And uh, so, just looking at all the the branches of being an English major, so I took classes at Clark Atlanta University mm-hmm. because you know when you're in one of the AU center schools, you can go to all. That's of them. right. And at Clark. Atlanta University, I took lots of courses relating to broadcast journalism mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to journalism journalism as a whole, mm-hmm. uh, editing, photography, mm-hmm. all of that yeah. news stuff related yeah. stuff. And, and my my goal was always to be, if I did that, was to be behind the. Really? You didn't want to be on the desk like Monica Kaufman, who you favor just a little bit? Monica Kaufman Pearson? I love Monica. <laughs> Sister Lieber. Yes. Um, but that wasn't, I mean, but my, 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 my professor yes. kept pushing me to do in front of the camera yes. things. Yes, yes. But it just really wasn't my interest. Really? My interest was more the process mm-hmm. of how it all got to put come together. together. And, that, and it's funny because now here, many years later, that is still my interest when it relates to my film festival. It's more the behind the scene, the sausage making, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, as I call it, mm-hmm. to create something great and wonderful. I like to do the yeah. stuff behind the yeah. scenes. But, but so, no, I didn't sing that much in, in uh, school. I didn't join the Glee Club at Spelman because wow. I didn't like that sound. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. You know, I just didn't like that. It didn't have enough uh, bass. To you, for to, you. For me, for yes. my ears. Yes. And remember, I have jazz background I my know. brothers and I'm listening to Paul Chambers on bass playing with yeah. John Coltrane or Miles Davis and, and this is all in my ear so I really didn't like the the, the choral yeah. sound so much however when I uh, was asked to run for Miss Maroon and White mm. um, I okay. pulled out the singing skills. okay now <laughs> all right folk didn't know that's right but they knew that day, <laughs> they knew 
they got it together that day. They said she can sing. We didn't know. Yes, yes. Man. And my brothers, again, being jazz musicians, um, had a friend who was a, a pianist. His yes. name is Robert Barber. Mm-hmm. And uh, Robert played for me. Uh, brought his band and uh, yeah, so, awesome. Yeah. Now, what was your repertoire or catalog of music in the bathroom years? During the bathroom years, was it jazz then as well, mm-hmm. or more R and B or soul? It was more R and B. It was um, Dionne Warren. Oh, right now, okay, we Dionne like her. Every single Burt Bacharach, right, so I was, David song, <laughs> yes, do. I knew. Do you know the way All to San that, Jose? Yes. You like that? Yes. What? This yes. mic makes me sound better than what I can really do. <laughs> it came out very it nice. Quite nice. <laughs> it sounded quite nice. But definitely nice. Dion Warwick. Yes. Um, maybe a little, little Motown. I a wasn't, little. I wasn't mm-hmm. real big right. Motown things until right. uh, later on. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, one of my brothers went to New York uh, during his. Uh, time at, at Clark Atlanta mm-hmm. and what well, was Clark College then yes and he brought back an album called the Swingle Singers mm-hmm. S-W-I-N-G-L-E mm-hmm. and uh, these were it's like a, a Manhattan transfer nice okay kind of kind of vibe okay sound from uh, France and they did Bach really and so that's what I really sang a lot of because they had do do be do do a do a do a do be do do a do a nice do do and then they had somebody that was doing the bass that was yeah. the melody I mean they had all the parts and it was all vocal I fell in love <laughs> with that I fell in love with that awesome yes so my repertoire yes um, uh, in the um the room yeah. uh, was quite varied from jazz to R&B. Mm. Uh, went to Catholic school, mm-hmm. so we always had great songs yeah. because the schools taught music. Mm-hmm. So there was always something music. great that we had learned in school. Everything mm. from um, from the halls of mine. We learned all those songs, you know, mm-hmm. the, uh, to taps, fading mm-hmm. light, dims the night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, nice. We learned everything. I'm with you. I'm, yeah, I'm, you so. can't shake me. I'm with you on all of this stuff. <laughs> So now you're in Spelman. Beautiful. You're doing great things. Um, journalism is your thing. You want to be behind the scenes. You sing for Maroon and White, right? Miss Maroon and White. Yes. They know. So was it then that you said when you graduated, I'm going to do this versus this? When did, how, what did we okay. do? So what happened was um, at Spelman also, yes. um, young man named Charles Mann mm-hmm. from Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, may he rest in peace, okay. was my choir member. Uh, at my church, Charles was quite talented, and he was doing studio work. Okay. And Charles called me one day to sing on a commercial, mm. a radio commercial. With him was Latanya Richardson. My, oh, Sam, Sammy Jackson? Yes. The wife? Yes. So that's, so that's when Latanya and I met. Really? We were doing a studio session with Charles. Charles, man. Who had gone to Harper with her. Wow. Um, and uh, we're... Still friends all these years, nice. all these years, Tanya and Sam. But but that was when my interest went beyond just music to studio work. Mm-hmm. I loved it. <laughs> Instant studio rat. You don't have to call my name twice. <laughs> 
I'll be there. Wow. And you know what that was about? In addition to singing, it was about the process. Yes. Of putting mm. the music together and, mm-hmm. you know, stacking the background yeah. vocals and everything was on tape then. It mm-hmm. wasn't digitized. Right. So if you got to a song and it had a part where you repeated it, mm-hmm. you had to repeat it all yes. those times. Yes. You couldn't just go cut and paste and copy mm-hmm. and lay it in mm-hmm. on your track. You had to literally sing it. And I just loved that process. Mm-hmm. So I kept, um, I, I, after I graduated from Spelman, I stayed with my uh, area uh I got into PR. Mm-hmm. I took a job in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. That was my first time uh, living away from Atlanta. And it's cold over there. Girl, stop. It's <laughs> <laughs> real. Brr. It's real cold. The winter I was there at that time was the worst winter they'd had. Really? In like oh, years. my gosh. Oh, my God. It was just insanity, which mm. is why I only stayed one year and eight days. That's ooh. And I used to know the hours and the minutes, but I finally forgot that. <laughs> I was like, she was can I get out, out of here? here? Oh, my. So, stayed in Milwaukee, but I was in PR for a, a multi-na- multinational manufacturing company. Mm-hmm. And I was in their communications department. So, took that. Spelt, I came home one, one weekend. Spellman had a, a, some kind of career uh fair for the students and they asked alumni to attend Mm -hmm. and they had asked me to come and I got to Spelman and just really liked the atmosphere from the administrative side Mm -hmm. as opposed to being a student and found out there was a job opening in PR and uh, started, you know, working the relationships and uh, got an offer to come back to Atlanta to work for Spelman. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yes, nice. Yes, awesome. So you come back and work for I your came school. Back and worked for Spelman. And um, I was supposed to be in PR, but I got shifted over to Where? development. Okay. But development led me to alumni affairs, okay. which was an area over which I became director mm. about two years later. Wow. And alumni affairs touched a lot of things that allowed me to write. There okay. was a lot of communication. Nice. There were letters to the alumni. There was the newsletter. Mm-hmm. There were special things I did for the alumni association. Yes. There's the reunion planning. Mm-hmm. There's the... Oh, what we used to have something faculty follies planning nice. okay. that we have during Founders yes. Day. All of that planning mm-hmm. uh, went right along with those things that I had learned uh, in my years as the English major communications wow. yes. person. Everything. And you just pulled all pull all of that together. Mm-hmm. So because we would have these uh, faculty follies, which was the um, the faculty performing mm-hmm. whatever their talent might be, right? And so that's how the rest of Spelman now knew that I sang. Mm. Some of the people that were still there when I was a student knew, but faculty and and staff Mm -hmm. didn't know. So then, you know, word started getting around. Okay. You know, Kathy Jackson could sing. And um, so I was in church one Sunday. Uh, Right. The same church where I grew up in the choir. Okay. And the the pastor uh, was giving us a sermon about the unused talent. Come on now. Okay. Now, we know that a talent was really a denomination Mm -hmm. of money. Yes, correct. But the way that he crafted that sermon (laughs) that day, I felt like he had a 25-foot pole that was like pointing way in the back right at me, you know? That's what it felt like that day. And I said, okay, I received that. Okay. I received that. Stop 
wasting time Time. playing around and, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, do something with your music. So, um, I had been moving around and, you know, looking and listening to bands and things. And so I called on a guy named Joe Jennings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Joe Jennings led a band uh, called Life Force Mm -hmm. and Life Force was an avant-garde jazz band Mm -hmm. and baddest band in the city. All right now. And that's where I wanted to be because they were playing what I heard in my head. Okay. Okay. In addition to that, while I was at Spelman, I had um, two radio shows. Really? Yes. Before WCLK, Mm -hmm. there was a small coaxial cable radio Mm -hmm. station that you could just hear in the AU Center in vicinity called WAUC. It was started by Low Jelks. Low Jelks was one of the earliest um, reporters of color on WSB TV. Nice. Low Jelks. Mm. Long uh, history in uh, communications. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so I had two radio shows on Lowe's. Uh, radio station during my sophomore and during my junior year. Mm. So that kept me in touch with music. Where right. was jazz music now? What were female vocalists doing? Right. What was everybody else doing? Right. And um, so when it came time to work with Joe, I felt like that's what was in my head. Mm-hmm. I wasn't moving to an R&B side mm-hmm. and smooth jazz didn't exist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay now. Right. You know, no way back when. Um, but that's what really called called me. So um, I worked with Joe. Um, during the process, um, I had a chance to meet Roy Ayers. Nice. And uh, he was a friend of a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were backstage at one of his concerts. And she says, well, Roy, my friend can sing. And Roy's like, can you really, girl? I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, I can sing. And he looked at me like, yeah, so everybody tells Excuse me that. that. You know? But I sang one of the songs from one of his albums. Which it's one? like, um, take all the time you need. All right. This, is, this goes way back. It might be before your time. <laughs> Sister named Chicas. But that song there was just, everybody knew mm-hmm. that by, you know, Roy mm-hmm. by that song. Mm-hmm. I used to play it on my radio show. And so to sing it for him was like, hey, what? What? I've been playing this song. I, right, you know. right, right. And um, so Roy and I exchanged information. He told me to look him up if I came to New York. Mm-hmm. Um. Saw him in New York maybe in 1978. So somewhere in here, we're in the late 70s. Mm-hmm. Saw him in New York, and I sang for him again. Okay. And he says, okay, here's some things I want you to work on. Okay. So I came back to, uh, I, I was on my way to Paris mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came back home, and I got a vocal instructor. Mm-hmm. I needed to work on intonation and breathing. Really? Intonation and breathing. Mm-hmm. And so I did. Mm. I did. Those were the things I worked on. I went back to New York a year later because I have friends there. And so any excuse will do to go to New York. (laughs) Let me just say that. (laughs) I'm a New Yorker, so I know. Yes, I'm homesick Um, right now. And uh, Roy and I uh, hit it off very well. Mm -hmm. And um, he liked where I was, what I was doing. Right. And when he was ready to make a change in his band, he hired me. Awesome. So I toured with Roy Ayers for almost a year. Nice. And uh, then fell in love, Mm -hmm. came off the road. And fell in love when okay, I came off okay, the road. Okay, okay. And uh, so I got married and moved to the Virgin Islands. Wow. So that's a long way away from wow. all of that. Yes, yes, and yes. And, and um, my uh, former husband um, 
wanted to be on a, a, a organic farm. Mm-hmm. So that's where we were living mm-hmm. in the Virgin Islands. Okay. And I used to think while I was out there pulling weeds on the farm, I would be thinking like, okay, last year <laughs> I was riding in a limousine. Okay. Last year at this yeah. time, I was on stage at yeah. Carnegie Hall or, yeah. or whatever, yes. you know. Yes. Um, and so my little theme song was Green Acres. You know, you remember that? Green Acres is, is the, the place, place to be. be. That's right. Yes, yes. farm yes. living. Darling, was the life I love with- you, but give me <laughs> Park Avenue. Yes. Fifth Avenue, <laughs> Lenox Square. Anything, anything but that. Anything but doing that. <laughs> Unbelievable. But I kept singing. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the grand thing is that through all of these uh, iterations yes. of my life, yes. I always sung. So there was a band there, and um, I had, uh, we lived in St. Thomas for a little while okay. before I went to St. Croix. And in St. Thomas, uh, there was a band there. They heard that mm-hmm. I could sing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wound up singing with them. Yes. And then when I moved to St. Croix, mm-hmm. um, there was another band that mm-hmm. had heard about me from St. Thomas. Yes. And so I wound up singing with them. And I sang the entire time that I lived in St. Croix, which was for, for three years. Yeah. My oldest son was born mm-hmm. while I was in St. Croix. Mm-hmm. And I used to take him to my rehearsals. I'd be nursing. Mm-hmm. I'd plug him in on one side. <laughs> and they'd say... <laughs> They'd set up the microphone on the other side, and we would just go right on That's through rehearsals. That's what we do. That's, you know? what, we, That's we do, what we do. You know? But uh, but it was it was a grand um, experience yes. to um, never stop the music. Mm-hmm. Just never stop the music. Um, moved back to Atlanta in '83, okay. okay, and took a full-time job with the Atlanta Convention and Visitors Bureau. Really? Yes. Mm. Yes, yes. I didn't come back to music. Uh, while I was in the islands, uh, people would always tease me. They said, you know, you need to work for the tourist board. Because all you have to do is talk about Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> Which was true. Which was true. true. And uh, so there was uh, an article uh, in the local paper. I had come home for for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about how the Convention and Visitors Bureau was going to staff up. Yes. uh, Particularly uh, African Americans because... They had just gotten some funding from City Hall, and one of the things that the city said was, you need to diversify your staff. Mm-hmm. So, hey, opening. <laughs> and um, so I called some people that knew some people, mm-hmm. um, got an interview mm-hmm. when I came home for Christmas. Um, they called me um, maybe like three weeks later to mm-hmm. tell me that I had the job awesome. and that I would start in March. Mm-hmm. And so I went home, went back to St. Croix and packed. And moved back to Atlanta. Atlanta. I moved back to my mom's mm. house. Mm. And uh, that was the beginning of a 32-year career with the Atlanta awesome. Convention and Visitors Bureau. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I was only going to stay a couple of years because I, I was going to go sing a star song. Yeah. <laughs> For real. For real. For real. I was really just going to sing a couple, a couple of years because I'm going to sing. You're going to you sing. Know? I'm going to sing. Mm-hmm. And in the process there... Yes. Um, Let's see. I did a play uh, out in uh, Little Five Points, a play called All Lit Up, with a lady that 
recently hired me again, but it was a musical and yes. I really found some things mm-hmm. in myself okay. doing that. Okay. And then I got a call to come audition for uh, this Broadway producer who was about to do something with a, a play around Mahalia Jackson. Mm, nice. Okay. And uh, I was really excited because I knew I had nailed that audition. Mm-hmm. And um, by the time they got, I got the call back, mm-hmm. I was pregnant with my second, second son. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what you gonna couldn't do? do that. Right. So, you know, and then you're going to stay at your job, right? Right, you right. I, yeah, I see the wings. Yes. It, right? Okay. I see you. All right, so we move on through. Second son is born. He's wonderful. And um, then I get a call that um, Mary Davis is leaving the SOS band. And um, we know you know a couple of the guys right. there. We want you to come and audition for the SOS band. Yeah, okay. And I did that, right? And I knew all the music, and I knew I nailed that. I even remember my outfit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew I nailed that audition. I just got my little... Uh-huh. Yes, yes. No. And, um, and did we get it? By the time they called me back, I was pregnant. Again! You are having these children, aren't you? And this time it was twins. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. You are having these beautiful babies. Yes, ma'am. Oh, wow. But it's all good. Because you're still singing. It's still all about the music in the background. (laughs) With the Michi. Yeah. The second song. I sang until I was seven months pregnant. Wow. You know, uh, I started using a stool and I'd never, you know, I always stand. Yeah. But I used a stool. I sang until I was seven months pregnant with the twins. I had to stop a little earlier yeah, in because yeah. they were just, I, we were so big. It was two of you in there. <laughs> they, yeah, it was a lot going on there, yes. but you still. We were so big together. So, But the great thing that, that kept me in, um, encouraged yes. is that there was not a month that went by that somebody didn't call me to come do Isn't a commercial awesome? or come and, and, and travel, awesome. um, come and sing. I mean. I felt really great that wow. people were still calling Warning me, even though you. I wasn't on the scene. Yeah, it's the voice. Yes, I'm, I'm it's grateful the voice. for that. I'm grateful for that. So how do we get with festivals? You do, you do several. You've done a lot here in Atlanta. Yes. How did, when was your first one? Oh, I can't even, I don't even know. Okay. Well, somewhere back in, uh, somewhere, I think my first invitation for Atlanta Jazz Festival was... Back in the late 90s, okay. I believe. Okay. Um, but I had already gone to Montreux. Yes. I went to Montreux in, in 1999. Mm-hmm. And I'm not quite sure how I got that inv- invitation. Mm. But here's where my two worlds um, intersected. I, I worked for the Convention and Visitors Bureau. Yes. And I was... Uh, uh, executive staff. Right. So I would go to board meetings and um, one of the members of the board was the Atlanta representative for Swiss Air. Mm. Swiss Air was the official airline yes. in Switzerland and yes. they were flying in and out of Hartsfield. Right. So he would always tell me, Kathleen, why don't you do Montreux? If you do Montreux, let me know. I'll just take care of everything awesome. for you. So when I got the invitation to go to Montreux, yeah. it was, you have a spot, but you have to get here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, uh, yes. let me work on that. Yeah. And so I called my, my friend and told him that I had an official invitation to mm. come to the Montreux Jazz Festival. Mm. And um, he took care of everything for me and my band. Mm. Awesome. Everything. Awesome. First 
class. Class. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Yes, ma'am. So that was amazing. That beats the farm. <laughs> that beats the farm. It truly beats the farm. And 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 to show you even before that how I relate, it's good to um, always keep your relationships yes. in, a, in a good way. Like I say, yes. never burn bridges. Bridges. So. Uh, right before we got the 96 Olympics in 1994, mm-hmm. uh, the Atlanta Olympic Co- Committee sent uh, a group of what they called cultural ambassadors mm. to Oslo, Norway, mm. to kind of let p- give people an idea of, hey, this is what you can experience when you come to, come Atlanta. to Atlanta. And Joe Jennings mm-hmm. was asked to put together this band nice. to take there. The Atlanta All-Stars was our name. <laughs> And who did he call? You. He called me. There you go. I was the vocalist. Awesome. And um, so that was a, a beautiful uh, experience. It was cold. Um, and we don't like the cold. We don't like the cold, but <laughs> I had enough layered things. And and um, there was a reporter that was doing an article, uh, you know, sending mm-hmm. it back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And all of my friends were teasing me that the reporter wrote about me. And he said, but she says her feet are cold. Mm. And, um, and they were, they were, they were, my feet were cold, but, um, that was just a great way to get out of Atlanta and just kind of see the world. And after that, Mm -hmm. um, came the opportunity to sing for the Atlanta jazz festival because I had produced my first CD Mm -hmm. by then. Mm -hmm. And, uh, then uh, I went back to Montreux, um, maybe that same year. Yes. And then, uh, Atlanta invited me to come back with them to Montreux, they were taking a contingent mm. to the Montreux Jazz Festival mm. in 2006, mm-hmm. and that's how I got to do that. Awesome. Um, I did another festival in Germany, and that was at the invitation of, uh, there's an Atlanta meets Nuremberg mm. committee, mm-hmm. and they extended that inv- invitation for me to do that. So many of these things have just been uh, beautiful and blessed invitations. Yes, yes, you know? yes. And, all and a part of your journey. All a part of the journey. Uh, and, and I'm still working. You're still working. Okay. Actively working. I'm still actively working. It's a lot of things here, <laughs> Kathleen, that we got in the, in some of this conversation. The fact that you invested yourself. First of all, you was open to constructive criticism yeah. from, a, from a legend, what yes. we consider a legend today, yes. Mr. Roy Ayers. Absolutely. And so you took that to heart and you immediately put that to action. Yeah. So you invested in your by getting that vocal coach and then you gave yourself enough time a year and then you said I, I think I'm ready mm-hmm. and from that you blossomed and you did some you did some enormous things from just taking on that advice and, and doing that the also the other thing is to you stuck to what you believed in which is the music mm-hmm. that was always the underlying always, current always. in everything that was going on and so that I think that's important for the listeners to understand that that don't give up like don't close the door on that and it, the the beauty in what you're sharing with us today is that everything that you've done has been divinely intertwined I believe that right Absolutely. divinely because yes. how many of us wish our 9 to 5 could feed into our, our passion and our dreams. A lot of us don't have that opportunity. So you're winning. You've been winning, 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 winning all the time, which is great. And we want to wish you more continued success. Thank you. When, um, I want to talk to you about mentors at an early age, you're singing, you know, this is, you're into the music. As you start to embrace the singing now, I'm a vocalist. I sing. Who were some of your mentors, even if you didn't fit uh, physically meet them in your mind or in your heart? Who were your mentors? Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. I'll go back to 
church. Okay. When I was in church. Okay. And in junior choir. Yes. Um, there was a woman who was like an advisor mm-hmm. of the junior choir. Her name was, um, may she rest in peace, mm-hmm. Dr. Lynette Sane Gaines. Okay. She was a Spelman woman. Mm-hmm. And she exemplified what I felt Spellman was in my mind. Okay, okay. Very classy, yes. always well-spoken, just, I loved her. I think I wanted to be like her more than anybody, <laughs> you know. And so, but what my mom did was she encouraged me mm-hmm. to be around Dr. Sane, mm-hmm. well, Dr. Sane Gaines. Right. She always encouraged any interaction with, with Dr. Sane. Mm-hmm. So I think that started, and she had a beautiful voice. Nice. She didn't sing in the choirs, but she would sing with us in our little rehearsals, mm-hmm. and she just had a beautiful voice. So I would say she would be the first mentor because she uh, instilled in me qualities of how to be mm-hmm. a woman, mm-hmm. being poised, yes. being confident mm-hmm. in, in uh, most situations. Mm-hmm. Then musically, I would say, um, going back, which one? That's fine. Ella. Nice. Ella Fitzgerald. Nice, Remember nice. my brothers played mm-hmm. uh, jazz music all yes, the time all the in time. my house. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't have a lot of vocals, but they had Ella, Ella Fitzgerald. A tisket, a tasket. A tisket, a tasket. That's right. All right. That's right. Um, then, as I grew into myself, mm-hmm. uh, Minnie Ripperton. Nice. That's beautiful. And I loved Minnie <clears throat> Ripperton because of the range. Yes. She was hitting notes that <laughs> were undiscovered. Right. You know, <laughs> is there enough room on the chart? To... I loved that. Yes. I loved that. That yes, about many, and then Chaka Khan. Mm, nice, because Chaka was hitting those notes. She was full throttle. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Where do you get your throat to do that? <laughs> Can I have that? That right. right. Yes. Chaka, 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 yeah, Chaka yeah. All day. And Chaka Khan came to one of my shows with Roy Ayers. Nice. She came to one of my shows and we were doing You Send Me. Oh, and nice. She was in the background going, Sang. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Chaka. Thank you. So forever in my heart yes. for that. But Chaka Khan, and between Minnie and Chaka Khan, I think that was what that was, was in my head mm-hmm. the most. Mm-hmm. Um, when it came to jazz stylings, a little bit of a Flora Porum, mm-hmm. who used to be with Erto Moriera. Mor- okay. Forgive me if I'm not saying his uh, name right, percussionist. She played with uh, Chick Corea. Mm-hmm. But Flora just had all of that uh, that uh, bossa, yeah. Latin, yeah. Uh, Brazilian. That's Bra- the word I want. Mm-hmm. That, those Brazilian sounds, sounds. And, and musical inflections. Very that nice. I just loved. I, yeah. I loved where that went. Um and then I guess in the more modern time, um, Diane Reeves first, mm-hmm. uh, Diane Reeves second. Yeah. <laughs> and the and third, is there a Rochelle third? Rochelle Farrell. Nice. Because Rochelle Farrell mm-hmm. hit the mini notes. Yeah, she did. So Rochelle was doing her, but my brain was like, okay, we've been there already. We mm-hmm. did that with, mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Minnie Riverton. But then Michelle, I mean, I mean, um, Rochelle mm-hmm. used every part of this. Yes. You know. Right. And I love the sounds that, that come from her. Right. Her, her, her mouth. Yes. But it's her throat. It's mm-hmm. her, her, her lungs. It's 
this entire area yes. she uses. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so jealous of that, you know. <laughs> um, but that's what I loved about her. And I, I, I learned from how she would twist her mouth mm. to execute yeah, a note. Yeah, yeah. Like one note. Yeah. She might have gone through 12 facial contortions. Yeah, yeah. You know? But to get that I, note. I love that because mm-hmm. you got to pull it from, sometimes you got to pull it from places you didn't know where it was. There you go. To get there you to go. that one note. There you, you know? go. So, uh, yeah, that would be my those are your Those are your people. Yes, yes. Between producing music and actually singing the music, what is, what is your, what's your preference? And she's, look at her. She's beautiful. Look at this. I love, I just said. Is that the behind the scenes? Come on. Yes, it is. It is. I was just with um, uh, my producer, Phil Davis, just uh, a week before last. And I said, oh, man, Phil, this is what I really love. I said, now you mean I got to go out and sing it? You got to sing it. You got to sing it. But I love making the donuts. Yeah. Yeah. I love layering in or figuring out what the background vocals are going to be, if they're going to be any at all mm-hmm. and where the notes going to be placed. Sometimes you can go in and sing a song straight through. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I want to take it st- straight through and then I want to take it home and sit with yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. You know, because I don't have a studio in my house. So many times going to the studio is my first time hearing it outside of my head. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It makes sense. sense. I've been humming in the car mm-hmm. and, you know, in the shower. Right, and right. But until I get in the studio, studio. and hear all these ideas, yes. I have a million musical yeah, ideas. Uh, so until that happens, I don't know what it sounds mm-hmm. like. So a lot of times I like to take the song, lay it down, go home, play with it, twist it around, yes. drop that part, yes. add something here. Yeah. And that's that, it's that creative process. I love it. That's what I love, love it. the and, most. And what I love about seeing you perform is the presence, the, the full package. You come with everything that your mentors infused in you. Mm. Everything that you've they've poured into you, plus your education, it's just a it's just wonderful to see you come and take it, and and you enjoy yes. it, you do. Yes. And I what I like is when you bring friends. Yes. So yes. this this past jazz festival, you ladies looked gorgeous Thank up you. there. There were some beautiful pictures taken of yes. you, yes. and I love the order and how it went, and it was just great. And I appreciate the fact that you're on the main stage and not on the Yes. Well, I love just, that. I've always been on main stage. I love that. I've never been on anything. I love that. You need that big key, big piano. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you yeah. have you have musicians yeah. with you. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you pick your playlist for every every show that you do? Well, for that show, uh, that was celebrating Sarah, mm-hmm. and um, I picked the theme. Yes. I was asked to. Well, okay, let me go back a little before that okay. very quickly. Um, I pulled together a show in March called uh, Sisters in Song. Right. Uh, saluting Jazz's Greatest Divas. Nice. And that came out of conversation I had had with a couple of the vocalists about, you know, now that I'm retired, I've been really wanting to do things with mm. the women in this city. Mm. And then I was looking on Facebook and I'd always see guy, 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 guy. Mm. You know, they're doing that. And then mm. guy, 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 guy. All right. They're doing all right. And I love them all. We love them. I em. play with them all. We love you, man. And yes. it's wonderful. But I wanted to see something with the ladies, ladies, the ladies. Mm-hmm. And and just kind of 
put some space out mm-hmm. there that uplifted the fantastic women awesome. that were a part of this industry in this city. Awesome. So that's how that started. So Sisters in Song was that first uh, opportunity. Sold out house mm-hmm. at uh, Ray Charles Performing Arts Center. And when I got the call from the Jazz Festival about putting something together uh, for Main Stage, yes. uh, it was Legends Day. Yes. And they were saluting uh, the entire park was saluting Atlanta music which was so nice it was beautiful i was so happy with that it was beautiful that Um, day so to be on the legend stage what do you bring Mm. to this so sarah vaughn sarah sarah played at the atlanta jazz yes yes and so you know spinning it in my head it came out as celebrating sarah and so Mm. i ran that idea by that well i'd like to bring several women just like i just did Mm -hmm. and so that's how it started so i started reaching out to women that i knew Mm -hmm. um a couple that i had not worked with but we knew each other yes and uh and i asked them to send their suggestions for what they'd like to sing yeah so each person submitted three songs Mm -hmm. and then i just turned it over to the music director to pick two of mm-hmm. those three okay. based on the run of show, right. what would flow right. the best. Right. Because everybody can't sing a ballad one, ba- one right. after the other. Right. Or everybody can't sing the same rhythm yeah. one after the other. So mm-hmm. you need to have some ebb and flow. Yes. And so that's what we did for that. So those songs were selected by the people that sang them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just very, very pleased with the entire It was production. wonderful. It yes, was beautiful. It was a beautiful day out. Yes, it was. It, yes, you guys look great. The yes, crowd was, was with you. It's just yes, a beautiful yes. thing. And I just appreciate the Atlanta Jazz Festival for doing it year after year. Me too. Because it's just, it's just a wonderful time of year for the city. We come together. It's yes. free. We, I brought my son. Yes. So that was the first time he heard like live jazz. Yes. Live, and he really enjoyed it. You know, That's standing great. ovations. That's He's 10. Great. So standing ovations every time a show, a, a performance was over. And so yes. that's how you infuse. Exactly. Because I brought, I used to bring my kids yes. to all my performances. Yes. And my, my daughters um, were little cute little somethings. Mm. And they would, they would sell my CDs. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, we so, gotta have some they, going. They walk, yeah, they were walking. You want to buy my mommy's mommy CD? Who's gonna look at that a face. face? Yes. Who's gonna not give and that gave face him tip? To I gave him a tip absolutely. too. Yeah, you know? baby, keep that. But yes, but <laughs> with my kids having done that, mm-hmm. then they grew up with me in the festivals or in music yes. settings. Became very comfortable so much to the point that there have been concerts recently where. If I'm going to sell CDs, I don't do anything. My son, my daughter, they bring everything from home. Mm-hmm. They they set it up. Mm-hmm. All I do is leave the stage, and I go out, and it's all wow. done. Wow, you got a team. Oh, my goodness, because they've been doing it with me. A and team. so just like you train up yeah. your child. Yes, train he knows. Ears. Yeah, he, he yes. typically puts that up for me. I don't do that. Yes. When I have to do it, I struggle. I need my staff. Yes. I need my team. Yes. He's so good in doing that. You have an event coming up soon, do you not? I do have. Tell the nice people about it. <laughs> Tell them. So we're going to uh, repeat uh, Sisters and Soul. Yes. We're coming back. Yes. And this time we are doing the music from the movies mm. because we are leading into Bronze Lens Film Festival. Nice. Which I also produce. Nice. So I'm very excited. It just hit me one night like, you know what we could do? Because when you stop and think about all the magnificent music that's out there yeah. in the movies that we love, and mm-hmm. you start singing it mm-hmm. before you even know it, right? Uh, like uh, uh, Miss Seely's Blues, yeah, Sister, yeah. yeah. 
that one. Uh, Lady Sings the Blues, Lady songs Sings from that, that, songs from The Wiz, mm-hmm. songs from What's Love Got to, to Do, do with, with It, it. song from Crooklyn. Ooh. Ooh. That's a yeah. Yeah, a song from Shaft. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very excited. excited um, I did a lot of research to find all of this right. music that was connected to movies. And again, I just sent it to the ladies. Right. And I said, hey, here's a list of songs. You nice. know, see what feels good, good. to you and yeah. who doesn't. And uh, so we're doing that same thing. Kenny, uh, Kenny Banks is going to be the MD for this okay. as he was for the first sisters okay and uh and i'm very very excited to mm-hmm. have uh chandra corelli nice theresa hightower Ooh. Rhonda thomas Yay. julie dexter Yay. pamela diller nice. is back nice and brenda nicole moore nice who was headliner over on another stage mm-hmm. the same day yeah. that we were on main yeah. stage yeah. yes yes and uh, so I'm very excited to have these women coming awesome. together. And uh, they each have an awesome talent and an awesome audience yeah. all by themselves. themselves. So it's going to be phenomenal. Yes. Tell us when and where. Okay. The date is Sunday, August 20th. Mm-hmm. Uh, the time is 5 p.m. Right. At the Ray Charles Performing Arts Center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And get your tickets. You can just go to event bright.com mm-hmm. and put in sisters in song mm-hmm. and we will pop right up. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. How can people find you? You website, you have a beautiful website. Tell Thank the people you. your actor website address. My website address is www.kathleenbertrand.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also run a film festival. Mm-hmm. So the other part of where you can find me is with bronze lens film festival, awesome. which is www.bronzelens.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to marry my two lives mm-hmm. with this event here. Right, right. Because there are people that know me on the film side that are like, oh, she can sing? Yeah. <laughs> you know, or there are people that know me on the music side that go, oh, you do bronzes? Yes, so... <laughs> Trying to get, get them so together. I'm just, I'm just trying to get them all yeah. together in one room. Yes. And I uh, just have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I hope that you will come out as yes. well as your listening I audience will, be will come there. and be a part of it with us. I will it's going to be there. a grand day. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Any new music coming out? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm also working on my uh, sixth CD awesome. right now. Awesome. Uh, I was recording uh, Friday for another friend's project that's going to be on my CD. Uh, then last week I finished up a song we had been working on. So, again, it's that process. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to get something in. Phil and I are working tomorrow, mm. and I might be able to have one more day with him before I get into bronze lens. Yes. Then I can't Can you can't. think about it anymore. Right, right. So I'm just trying to get as much done as I can. But I'm hoping... Hopeful that by the end of the year, maybe fall, mm-hmm. um, I'll have my CD finished. Thank this you. is my sixth one. Phil has been producer on all of them except uh, my second, mm-hmm. where he was a co-producer. Right. But uh, we have a great working relationship, yes. great team. He's a phenomenal he talent. He is. He He's is. A phenomenal He's talent. awesome. And everybody that he draws to us to uh, perform or mm-hmm. be a part of my CDs, 
every single person is phenomenal. And awesome. I love the quality of the musicianship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the quality of the music. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's real good. And that's what it's about. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yes. We want to thank you for being our guest today. Thank you for having you me. You were very informative and transparent about your journey through music and your love for music. You are a talent. Thank you are a talent. I'm honored to have you here with us today. Thank here. you so much. And and we we hope that today's conversation was some form of encouragement because it is a very heavy artistic scene here in Atlanta, yes. a lot of talented musicians, yes. and we want people to still be optimistic about their craft and understand that in no matter what you do, stay true to what you believe oh, absolutely. in. Absolutely. Stay true I to that. You sure did. And four children. You sure did. I still produce five CDs before I'm even working on there this There you one. go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, so it's just every day you got to do something towards that's what right do. i just had this conversation with a young man every day yes at least one thing that's right every day every day that's what i do at for my brand yes. that's what i do mm-hmm. so we wish you nothing but continued success thank you very and much. everything that you do you. every single thing that you do we hope you enjoyed listening to rcr presents real discussions until next time you take care and continue to rock on <laughs>